You're listening to The Frequency Horizon on Top City Radio. So it's another week, another week gone by, another one coming in, and here we have a few friends in studio for the next round of the Frequency Horizon. This is our new background music, and first I must introduce, believe it or not, we have Bernardo De La Torre. How's it going, Drew? Um, not too bad, man. Thanks for helping me create this yesterday. <laughs> it's a pretty good evening today. That's not too bad, eh? It's pretty chill. Uh, you got to see the sunset at Long Beach today. We got stuck listening to electronic music or by the side of the road. Uh, but we also have another guest in the studio today. We have Sam. How are you doing, Sam? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Sam is going to share with us some reflections of the sky to the sea and beyond, as you know how we do in the Frequency Horizon radio show. But guess what? We have a special mix from none other than former wasn't Tough City Radio DJ, it used to be the bear. We're going to dig into some history with M. Ash, former electronic music radio DJ. That's to come, but first, we'll start it off with Mr. Oizo and Skrillex, End of the World.
Good evening, guys. We have a couple shout-outs right off the bat. We've got Carlos Vidal in Guadalajara, psychedelic track producer and fan extraordinaire. Thanks for tuning in. Plenty more to come, and we have sort of a techie, ambient kind of vibe later on in the show, which I think you'll like. But now, we've got Memtrick.
right that was mem tricks with curses and i don't know if you guys were tuned in last hour or the hour before but uh you know i just want to say i'm pretty like happy with how that went i mean i just walked in on an amazing amazing live session in studio we had uh, ali and uh we actually had michael as well just honestly singing their heart out hearts out and you know it was something else to kind of not that I was necessarily part of it, but just to walk in on it and see the vibes in the room. I mean, sort of fortunate to be part of Tough City Radio in moments like that. And so we are going to carry you into the evening with hopefully some more amazing strains of not just music, as we started off with, but also some fresh guests, such as Bernardo de la Torre. <laughs> so have you ever been to a radio station before, Bernardo? I have. You have. You're a DJ after all. <laughs> yeah. Actually, guests of the show, uh, I guess fans of the show, I should say, maybe you know, will remember Bernardo calling in from, remind us where, from Sayulita. From Sayulita, yeah. That was, yeah, that was like a, not too long ago. Uh, a little bit about ago, journalism, yeah. yeah. And uh, what, how does it feel to be back? Feels good, you know, like I, I just got like, married and you were my best man and now we're, <laughs> we're like, describing clouds here and it's pretty amazing. That's true. And so, you know, you never know what you're going to get with the Frequency Horizon, but it's always something ethereal, something different. And that's why we wanted to bring in uh, Bernardo, who helped create, like I say, the, the music off the top. What do you think was the key to that hilarious, awesome, amazing intro. I hope provocative intro that we, we created. What do you think made, you know, made it? Um, I don't know, it was just like uh, a gathering of sounds and I'm not a musician, so I don't, I don't really understand the waves of and the frequency of, of the sounds, but at the same time, I, I feel good about gathering all those sounds and the, at the correct moment and faces and frequencies so and now we have someone else that's been on the program before sam hindle hi how are you doing i'm good thanks and you know it's nice to have you back last time you were on we got to talk a little bit about the crtc our lovely uh, communications regulator in this country yeah got deep into it you brought some textbooks and you know now we have uh, a new book that was brought with you. Yes. What is this that you brought today? Okay, here we have the Cloud Collector's Handbook, uh, which is by the same author, and he is the one that started our official publication for the Cloud Appreciation Society, of which I am a card-carrying member, number 27,441. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's official. How long did it take you to make that up? <laughs> I just that's, made it up right now. That's really good. That is so cool. So tell me what this this cloud society. You know, it's uh, what what are the meetings uh, like? Well, Do they have really good brownies and yeah, which uh, I wasn't able to make it to. They're based in Britain. I stumbled across this book I think on a Boxing Day sale, but I do love the clouds and I got it. And it basically just goes through all the different types of clouds, cloud formations you come across in the sky. And it's written in a really funny voice. So it's just been a pretty good reference for me as you're gazing up and wondering, what is that? So we get to learn about Cirrus. We get to learn about the different, I'm sure, layers of the atmosphere. And many, many, yeah. 
what, what what's one of the most interesting things that you know you've been inspired by you know learning about our atmosphere when you've been flipping through this book or you know learning about this conference uh well for me living in Tofino, i love waves and my favorite cloud type is actually the waves of the sky so maybe I've got some pictures here, so maybe I'll ask you guys to just describe my favorite cloud here. Yeah, this, this is a contemporary Japanese animation of the waves and those kind of like dragonish um, contemporary paintings. So just the other day, I was on Tech News, as I was flipping through the internet, promoting the frequency horizon on Instagram and beyond, Twitter and whatnot. If you want to know, this is the And uh, she was shown by uh, just some random guy who was sharing a booth with me. He showed me this thing that's called the Hockey Say uh, Instagram feed, which I guess his son is involved in somehow. And it's pretty cool. It's just like this yeah, contemporary, I guess, Japanese art featuring words, featuring you know, new interpretations in a digital sphere of that. And, and I'm looking at uh, what is called, uh, you know, Enormous breakers of a calm sea. Kevin Helmholtz clouds. Yeah, yeah the Kevin Helmholtz clouds. So they are the coolest clouds with the least cool name. They are the crown jewel of the cloud collection. Is this, this is like a real thing, right? Yeah, so they're basically just like waves breaking in the sky. They're re- raw, they're fleeting, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like how we all know or seem to know, pretend to know how waves break in the ocean, so they're also essentially caused by wind, and then the bottom part of the waves, it gets dragged along the ocean floor, slows down, the top part of the wave keeps going, and then eventually breaks and makes that cascade, and in this case, the Kelvin Helmholtz cloud, the air is essentially slower on the bottom, and then the top section, the top section is sort of dragged away from the bottom section from higher moving clouds, and then that causes the top part of the cloud to break, like a wave. I haven't seen them here, but I've seen them on the beaches in New Brunswick as well as one day uh, in downtown Calgary. Uh, Is there people like um, chasing clouds? I was thinking of starting a thing called clouding, like birding. (laughs) I don't know if there are cloud chasers, but that could be a cool thing. I would be into that. Different parts of the world are, I think, are prone to different types. Like in Australia, you can get morning glory, which are the big roll clouds. And you know, Kansas, they're prone to their their tornado belts. So there are there are definitely tendencies based on where you live. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Is this your book that you've been writing? It's kind of out of date, but yes. So I just want to point out that on August third to. 
Oliver Heldens with Flamingo. Now we got Beefus B with We Are Jumping. jumping. Just a nice little vibe for the evening. It's, it's darker and darker, stiller and stiller, but guess what? We're still live and ready to rumble here on Tough City Radio, the Frequency Horizon, and we're back with Bernardo. <laughs> yeah. And Sam. Hi. I, I don't know if I'm quite recovered from that blast of awesomeness that was the cloud-catching, uh, you know, little foray into, you know, awesomeness. I don't know. Thanks for bringing that, by the way. Yes, you're welcome. So, Bernie, this is your second time to Tofino, is that right? Yeah, this is my second time here, yeah. In so, this life. <laughs> yeah, in this life, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, um, 
I I remember last time that, that you came here. Yeah. You kind of had you kind of were contrasting it with your experience in, having been inside Alita. Yeah, before. pretty much. It's it's really similar. Like the 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 vibe is pretty similar. People are like catching waves, you know, hunting uh, waves and. And know, if I remember things. correctly. Like, what, what would you say was the end result when you had to like, 
to think about it. It was weird and wonderful. I love seeing the party waves and just the people to everyone supporting each other and egging everyone on and getting in costumes together. The, like the women in their wetsuits with their one-piece bathing suits over top was great, and Nicole with her, you know, prom queen surfing outfit that was awesome. Uh, the surfing banana, as mentioned. I don't know. Are we allowed to do this? Can I give something away? Oh, you can give something away. Well, maybe you can come up with the question, but I'm going to supply the prize, which may come in handy for the next weird off or the polar bear swim, which also features a number of onesies before the doffing of the clothes. Okay, so I have the most amazing onesie, which I would love to give away to one of the Frequency Horizon listeners. Is it a kangaroo? Is it a hamster? Is it some other sort of marsupial? You be the judge, but it would fit anybody. It's sort of beige colored with a kangaroo tail. There's no pouch. It's got ears, a pink nose. It's great. It's warm. It's weird. It's wonderful. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to do the first person to our message us on the frequency horizon. How much is the population in Tofino? It's less than 3,000, my friend. Your chances are pretty good. Your chances are pretty good, although if you're just visiting, you're welcome to enter this yeah. group. Yeah. 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 You're the home of the world cloud listening yeah. in Australia. There's, there's people tuning from Mexico. Wow. There's people in Guadalajara which are texting me about this part. And I would like to say some words in Spanish if it's possible. Okay, well, you, you say. So, so what I'm going to say, go, you, can, you can you can ex- explain that for sure, but I will say the, the first person to, uh, to I guess, go on to mixlr.com, mixlr.com slash tough city radio. That's mixlr.com slash tough city radio chat. And so send me the onesie, um, and then maybe you can read some of this in the description that you may have heard. Uh, maybe you can throw in what you think it might be, and we'll reward your uh, awesomeness. Also, hit us up on the Frequency Horizon Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Frequency Horizon. Also an acceptable way to request said onesie. I mean, no time like the present to start planning for Shambhala. No time like the present to start planning for maybe next year's weird off. It's one of a kind. So let's get let's get ready. We gotta get into the translation in Spanish. So these are tasks with animals and Guadalajara and todos los productores de música que les gusta la música electrónica y este y les mando les mando muchos abrazos a toda mi gente. Este, estamos muy contentos de estar transmitiendo en Frequency Horizon. Totally. Of course, you can definitely expect that in short order from uh, Facebook.com slash Frequency Horizon. And head over to FrequencyHorizon.com for some great new articles. We'll teach you how to be an online Instagram rock star. We got that post up from our buddy down in, uh, I believe, Tennessee of all places. He's joined the fun with Frequency Horizon, and so we got more fun. We've got the avalanches, a new one, the subways. Stay tuned.
That was the avalanches with Subway. Honestly, the whole new album is absolutely fantastic. I've been blown away by it. And that's why we keep playing tracks off the album. And I was kind of like thought I might get let down by you know, this lovely comeback album, but I think it's better than the first one in some ways. So let's get into some Nicholas Aman, Send Receive. And let's find out if you like this one just as much. We're about to post a picture of this fabulous onesie on facebook.com slash frequency horizon. You can let us know what you think. And if you want it, let us know because first come, first serve.
That was Nicholas Amon with Send Receive. We got a picture of the Calvin Helmholtz instability up on the Facebook Frequency Horizon Facebook page. And in just a few short minutes, we'll have a little bit of a history lesson from Michael Holding, aka M. Ash. It's gonna be sweet. Post and picks it, or at least quite similar to what it possibly could look like. Turkish folk disco. Found it on YouTube. Thought, why not? We're gonna get a bit deeper, we're gonna get reflective.
Hi, this is Tony from Tony's Pizza, and you're listening to Tough City Radio. All right, so we're back in the studio here in Tough City Radio. That was Volga Neri, N-E-H-R-I. And um, I actually wanted to play that. One of the reasons that I selected that song, beyond the obvious of how awesome it sounds, um, was that a former dish pit wonder, champion of sound, a.k.a. Jeremy McHattie, some posts that he was in Turkey, it looked like, from the Facebook feed, and uh, I was kind of wishing I was over there, kind of wishing I was... You know, setting sail on the airwaves and possibly through Kelvin Helmholtz clouds over to Turkey and beyond. So that's the inspiration beyond that one. And um, we all get inspiration somewhere or other, and we all kind of want to look to you know people that we look up to or people that are kind of have an ability to you know make a difference in their respective musical scenes. And you know, it was nice to be able to head over, not just to hang out on the east side of Vancouver Island with my man Bernie. But also, uh, we went and interviewed uh, one, M. Ash, a.k.a. Michael Holding, who has a guest mix that we're going to drop in a, in a few minutes' time. And I, I, Bernie actually helped record the interview that you're going to hear. And uh, Yeah, it was pretty, pretty mellow guy, you know, like he... Like me that I don't I don't have like a setup 
Tables and all that kind of stuff to like pay mixes and you know like I I edit my stuff in a just just in a in a computer studio which is like a portable device. But like seeing seeing like more organized um, first people that have like committed to like have like a on a studio and like a whole like uh, space open to other artists um, it's really interesting and really important so I think um, I think uh, things are going good at the Comox Valley and the Vancouver Island and um, things are going to get better in the future with the artists um, talents like being really reliable you know where is the studio? It's in Cumberland. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of Vancouver producers, another one that you've played on this show before, you've known him as Brownhead, you've known him as, um, he's got a couple of different names, but you've got a new one, his new name is A. Elias, Elias, this is Elias, I guess, and we're talking about the track called Undefined, featuring Zyla, this is a guy I'm true playing with. We're talking with our tree planners uh, today and yesterday. So, uh, you know, speaking of people, how their workflow is, his workflow, I don't know about this track, but it was on Gabriel Island, so that's somewhere he found a little bit of inspiration. A lot of you out there find inspiration from Tofino, and certainly you just arriving back here today after a little voyage across the island. I remember about that kind of inspiration, so let's play the song and see what you think. I will say that I'm not in my show. It's called The Frequency Horizon. The cover of this is some type of weird kind of spaced out horizon. Uh, I think you'll like it if you do check it out. We'll be back in just a few moments' time with Sam, Bernie, and then our Amash guest. I want to see myself. I wonder who am I. Trying to be defined. Is there still time? When I see myself, I wonder who am I? Trying to be defined. Is there still time? Nothing more than 
every track that Shane produces is a little better than the last, and that's one more example that was Undefined featuring Xyla A. Lies, which is actually really perfect because we're about to play something from a producer by the name of M. Ash. That's E-M dot A-S-H. So, you know, playing with the periods, playing with, uh, you know, the spelling and stuff that's, as a journalist in this new digital age, I fully approve of. And, you know, that's something you don't learn in school. Describing it, 
Hey, this is Emesh, and you're listening to Frequency Horizon on 90.1 Tough City Radio. Vancouver Islander Emash is serious about his electronics. This Cumberland-based DJ and producer has developed a distinct style existing in the moody, grooving domain of driving dance music with plenty of atmospheric room to breathe. He's the sort of DJ who is happy to contribute to Islander community events and charity fundraisers in the Comox Valley on the east side of the island. That's in tandem with the work he does to elevate his musical abilities and play for late night crowds. Emash is well respected by underground figures who have tapped him to play at and helped put on some of the more important electronic music spectacles over the past few years. This growing list of accomplishments includes shows in Nanaimo, a silent disco set at this year's Atmosphere Gathering, and remixing the work of fellow producers, such as this remix of Rennie Foster's Just a Mask. what fellow Comox Valley DJ and promoter Ski and Ian had to say about the man's musical approach. I met him about five years ago in the DJ industry and we've gone to lots of music seminars together, played lots of shows together. Um, just overall a really good friend. I've seen, I think I actually heard him the first time at a show that you were part of. Yeah. Uh, possibly, I don't know, possibly on Cortez, possibly here. I'm not sure where it would have been. but There's uh, been so many of them. <laughs> What, uh, what do you think he brings to the parties that you've been involved in? 
He brings a style that uh, you don't hear around here. He works really hard at his art, and I, I can't speak highly enough about the guy. And Emash once graced these airwaves too, holding down a weekly electronic show that pushed Tofino's boundaries back when the radio station was called The Bear. We dropped by his record player adorned loft in Cumberland, BC, frequented at least once by a tribe called Red, the Funk Hunters, and other scene luminaries for a chat about his musical journey ahead of dropping an exclusive guest mix. Just got a bit of a studio set up, uh, just in the living room, so we can just play play tunes and jam out whenever we want. I remember getting a mix, and it was that Mash CD that was oh, uh, Heartbeat, Heartbeat. Yeah, it was kind of ambient. It was kind of techy. Yeah, it uh, had a lot of different styles, a lot of different expressions in it. I wasn't looking to make just a singular uh, style of album. You know, I wanted to express a lot of different different styles and just explore what they sounded like when I made them. Was that your first album? Uh, yeah, it's the first one that I ever released. I've been a bedroom producer for years upon years, so I've got lots of material that's like in the vaults, but probably will never see the light of day. But this was the first project that I, you know, pushed forward and actually just made manifest. Where did you go from there? Um, I went into a hole of hating all my music and never wanting to listen to it again. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I took a break from production and I'm only slowly getting back into it now um, from that and it's been a number of years, but it was a, a very intense process. Um, it took me a lot of time, it was a lot of focus and, and afterwards I just wanted to enjoy the fact that I'd completed that project before starting something else or rushing off and not, you know, taking it in. So. It was a mixed blessing <laughs> in that I did get tired of, of listening to my music over and over and over again, but it was, uh, it was a much needed break and I'm looking forward to getting back into my production studio side of things. In the recent uh, pr production kind of duo's interview, Dusky, I'm talking about a UK production duo, their interview with Resident Advisor for their podcast, they were saying how uh, one of the members, they hates to listen to his music after it's, it's come to the completion of creating it. Yeah. So I can see how that could be. Yeah, well, thing, you, right? you, you do get to a point with whatever you're doing where you have to just put it down. You have to force yourself to put it down because otherwise you're just going to nitpick it and try and refine it and refine it. And there just comes a point when you do more damage than you do good. You've got to be able to finally say, enough is enough. I've finished writing you. You're done. Go away. So. When I listen to that that album and mm -hmm. other stuff that you've done, I've listened to it at times when I've been traveling up and down Vancouver Island or possibly across Vancouver Island to Tofino. The album has been used for road trip music by a number of friends. How, how significant has uh, you know the place you lived impacted the type of music you write, or do you think you'd write the same music no matter where you were? Uh, well, because I've been trying to just sort of write and compile my own sound for a number of years. Um, I'd say it has influenced but not defined. I mean I definitely have uh, I have learned to appreciate bass a lot more since I've been on the west coast. Uh, so so that's one thing. I've definitely, I think my style probably had a west coast vibe to it to begin with even though I didn't know that at the time. So I think it was just sort of uh, common energies drawing together. 
And what kind of common energies are exciting you now for the types of production you're getting into? Um, and maybe even mixing? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I've been focusing on refining my sound, like just making it groovier and just more fun and more energetic. Uh, you know, I do like to play a lot of more mellow stuff uh, that's, you know, a little bit more sunrise oriented and just relaxing sort of lounge vibes to it but still like nice good house music so i'm just trying to pick it up a bit so my time with agent hooper with our teamwork duo has been so much fun we do teamwork thursdays during the winters and it's really uh forced me to up my game in terms of track selection to get like bigger bouncier tracks that are still deep and underground and just just awesome. Is that is that Mushroom Manor? Yeah, yeah, the Mushroom Manor Collective. What what is that for? Uh, let's say our audience you may not have had the opportunity to come over to the east side of the <laughs> island to participate uh, in some of those. Mushroom Manor is uh, fantastic. Events. Is a wonderful uh, little house in Courtney uh, that has been uh, held down by a good good group of friends uh, of mine uh, for over ten years now and. Just uh, a good place to unwind with some good friends. Uh, it's pretty, it's very casual, but it's also, uh, things only happen maybe once or twice a year. So they're a really special event for, uh, for everyone who can make it out for it. Yeah. How, how, um, how excited are you to be part of those kind of events? The, the sorts of things that help to, I guess, maintain a underground electronic culture for lack of a better term. Well, it, uh, how important, I mean, it's it's everything, really. I mean, um, one of the things about Vancouver Island and the music scene here is that, you know, other than Victoria or Vancouver, we don't have, or Nanaimo to a lesser degree, we don't have access to a club scene as such in terms of how, like, it's seen in the UK or Europe or even, uh, even in larger population centres, you know, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, we don't have that on the island. We are underground, we're outdoor, we're, we're partying in the bush, we're getting together in people's basements, like jamming it full of like a ridiculous amount of speakers and dancing in small, like, how underground can you get? I mean, it's, it's important, it's the lifeblood of the whole scene here. I mean, you, can't, you can't get rid of it. How did that help, I guess, impact your time at Involved, being involved with, it probably wasn't called Tough City Radio at the time, but no. the Tafina radio station, what was that like? Um, Knowing that uh, the audience that was out there, maybe it helped you kind of tap into what what some of those, um, I guess, musical fans were up to. Yeah, Tafino, well, uh, uh, when I was in Tofino, I, it was uh, it was the Bear, it was the Bear FM when I was there with Cameron Dennison, and he, I did four hours of electronic music, I think on Saturday nights from 10 until 2 uh, and that went on for about six or eight months I think um, but at that point I was still really developing as my my own style and really sort of fine-tuning some of my own technical skills uh, so I wasn't out so much at the same kind of after-hours groupings or like underground parties at that time I was still just making sure I was ready um, and the thing is that in Tofino at that time, it was, it was more split away. It was much smaller still. I mean, if you, if you went to Soundwave, that was something different. But if you were in Tofino and you were a DJ, there were about six or seven of you, maybe if you count the SPDM boys from back in the day, you up to 10, maybe 15. And we all had our sort of very, not separate, but we had sort of distinct flavors and we all sort of 
got together once in a while, but not as often. Because I got, I kind of got the idea that's how it was, is that you know maybe there was electronic music, but it was maybe a little bit more underground, whereas it was less organized, definitely less organized. You know, the SPDM boys brought in uh, a number of Psy and Goa acts back then. Um, oh, I can't even remember what the name of the party that they hosted was anymore, which is a shame. Um, Grant would throw these crazy Psy parties um, just outside of Tofino and Yuki back in the day, and they were just ridiculous from what I, from what I hear. Um, well, we were just talking to Skian uh, earlier yeah. today in the coffee shop. I guess he went down there and played a show. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, everyone. You know, it's just, these yeah. things still continue, but I guess what I was kind of getting at is that you can go into any of the mainstream restaurants now, and yeah. like, for example, here, like at the where, like at the Wolf in the Fog, you might hear, you know, rat tat tat on mm -hmm. the main speakers midway through the night, or instrumental hip hop, or you go to a Shelter and they're playing like, you know, like pop electro or something. Oh, for sure. You know? And yeah, and that and that musical scene was definitely gaining influence uh, back when I was there. Um, it wasn't as prominent as it is now. I mean, you weren't going to hear like deep house rolling through shelter speakers, but you know, maybe you do now, and maybe that's because. But then that's uh, that's also more exposure to electronic music generally. The popularity of it. I mean, for what people say, the the whole EDM wave certainly brought a lot more attention to electronic music. So hopefully, hopefully it will develop as most music and cultural trends do, and get some good experience. And, and continue to grow because it's it's not stopping. I hope. <laughs> this is a tough one. How would you describe your sound? Um, oh, geez. Well, uh, for the last over the last summer, I've been telling festivals that I play groove-infused house and low-slung techno. Um, but groove isn't groove is essential. Uh, Four-four beat is always going to be like prominently featured. Bass lines have got to be deep. It's got to be positive even though it might be moody and 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 more minimal um yeah just groove infused low slung techno and house i mean you can't get much better than that tell us about this mix what was what inspired it what are you hoping to do with it and what do you hope the listeners get out of it what do i hope to do with it i hope to spread it around people's earlobes and have them gasp with joy and musical excitement um I don't know. Uh, it's it's Frequency Horizon. It's on Tough City Radio. It's Tofino. I just thought back to what some of my many memories of Tofino were and put together a bit of a rainy day mix. I can't really describe it. It's more of a feeling. There's a bit of uh, a bit of the wave crashing, a bit of that that feeling, that endless uh, back and forth of the tide. Uh, you know, perhaps a little a little rain coming through the forest. That's probably what this this mix has. Now it's time to turn it up, because here's a very special M. Ash mix, straight from the source, for our Frequency Horizon audience. Bring on the rain, bring on the memories, bring on the night, bring on the music. This is the Frequency Horizon.
this onesie that we've been describing and seriously on the other and elsewhere uh, as a bone next to the kangaroo. The bone is probably way more than that, but for the effort, we only give a big thumbs up and say what the clouds that she says he's a fan of are probably, most likely, underwater clouds. And go look up some amazing stuff. We have FrequencyHorizon.com. We've got cool stuff there, facebook.com slash frequencyhorizon. And we'll post this mix on soundcloud.com slash frequencyhorizon. And, of course, iTunes. Have you See you next week. Here we have DJ Zoico on the Wednesday Tuesdays. We have a DJ mix. Now we're moving into another live in Top City Radio Studios. This is the Frequency Horizon. Cheers. Thank you.